0: Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Handy. Welcome back to episode 91 of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Well, you and I have some pretty busy fall plans, don't we? I'm
0: going to go ahead and say you. You have some pretty busy fall plans. I'm good Yeah, I mean, September is just a
1: bad month for me. How funny is that to say out loud? September, you want to hang out September? Nah, September is like really can't. bad for me. <laughs> just the whole month. Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you doing this coming weekend for for some September. What's going on?
0: So, a, uh, I think a second or third cousin of mine is getting married in Columbus and uh, my family was invited out there. So, Lana and I decided that we we're going to go. It's uh, fun. Her, her stepdad lives out in Columbus, so I'll be able to visit him. I have a cousin out in Columbus. It's actually close enough to Indiana that maybe we could visit, but I don't think so. Like, it just it, The whole thing just kind of crept up. It just kind of happened. And so, I don't think we'll have enough time to make any type of trip out of that. But, you know, who knows, right?
1: Can make yeah, something Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Lane and I are going to wake up early Friday morning and we're going to drive out. The, the full ceremony starts at 6 p.m., but um, they're doing like this traditional Persian style wedding like or a, a, a ceremony a couple of hours beforehand. So, I think we need to be there by 4. So, we're going to try to get there for that because I'd like to see what that looks like.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be a really fun thing to experience. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to a Persian wedding. Yeah, I haven't. Um, This this would be my first one. I bet the food will be on
0: point, though. You know it. (laughs) I hope so. That's the best
1: thing about, like, different cultural backgrounds for, for weddings, just the types of food that you bring to that celebration. Because, I mean, I think we've been to enough weddings where it's like, the, the food's pretty standard it's like you know what to expect at a wedding and obviously the treatments will be different and the, and you know the taste profiles will be different but when you when you bring something like a, like the Persian culture you know or the Muslim culture or the Chinese culture to it and you realize how different the food could be and what people are like super excited about celebrating over that to me gets uh, really exciting
0: yeah. I I um I'm looking I mean, forward when to I want, yeah, desserts when I want, too because desserts? desserts are pretty good. There's certain like there's certain um um I guess ingredients that they use that I'm not a huge fan of, but some of them are just great. I I honestly couldn't tell you what they were, but um some of the the desserts are definitely pretty unique and pretty good. So I'm definitely looking forward to that part.
1: Got gotcha. you. Yeah, when I went to India for my friend's wedding like three years ago, the thing I was looking forward to the most was the food, and the food did not disappoint while we were out there. Yeah. It was definitely the highlight of that trip, just like eating just phenomenal Indian food that's, you know, beyond your basic curry and whatnot was, uh, was really exciting. So how long are you going to be at this
0: wedding for? We go up early Friday morning. And we are gonna come back Sunday, so really not that much time. We'll basically have Friday just for the wedding, and then Saturday, um, try to catch up with my cousin as well as her stepdad. Will be there. I think we're gonna stay at his place on Saturday night, and then we'll come back on Sunday morning. Maybe. Well, actually, we could stay till Monday. Uh, I'll have to. I'd have to miss work, so I'd have to miss work on Friday and Monday. But Lena um, already has Mondays she has mondays off no what am i talking about no she doesn't she has fridays off which is why we're going friday so yeah no i don't think we'll be able to stay on fr- until on uh, until monday we'll have to leave um on uh, sunday get back early enough so she can get some good sleep on monday night or sunday night f- to work on monday
1: gotcha gotcha yeah. when when are you thinking about i'm sorry uh do you know like when on sunday
0: uh no we'll probably like because it's about an eight hour drive back home so it's It's not like we have to leave incredibly early but i'd probably i'd probably like to leave around like noon just get a good breakfast and then hit the road if i was driving myself i'd probably make most of the trip without stopping
1: yeah but i mean yeah gotta do what you gotta do right yeah.
0: Well, I'm used to taking long road trips as a kid. And my dad would like, he, 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 he ran a very tight ship. Like it was, uh, we would basically, he we would leave when he woke up. So he'd wake up, say at four in the morning. All right, we're hitting the road right now. So you got to be packed the night before, wake up and then leave. But then we would only ever stop when it came time for, to get food. And there were seven of us in the car, right? Well, all seven of us had to decide basically on one place to get food unless it happened to be like a truck stop which had multiple food places but you can't really plan for that so sometimes you just end up taking a stop at some random city somewhere and're like oh there's McDonald's good we're all getting McDonald's yeah but um oh and then and then we would eat in the car so my dad would like you know just like eat a burger slowly as he drove <laughs> and uh we would just all eat in the back of the car so we would stop for like 15 minutes tops. And then hit the road again, but with Lana, we'll probably like stop inside and eat.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. But for me, for,
1: for yeah, for you, um, for me, I'm for, for me, for me this weekend, um, I'm coming home. Sandy's coming back home to Westchester. Yeah, and we're we're gonna miss out on the breakfast. Ah, uh, this is all your fault. Um, it literally is. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of is this time. Um, but I'm coming home because one of my best friends from from way back when is getting married. Uh, me and her, we've been we've been friends for which just I guess a shout out to Pramiti Singh, her getting married. Who knew? Um, <laughs> what's funny about that is we've been friends since 2000, and I want to say four, something wild. So like freshman year of high school uh yeah i would say so maybe even a little bit before then okay um like we we've known each other since middle school and we just we just go way back um been through been to hell and back you know (sighs) there's like like any good and long friendship you've had your highs and lows but always been been there for each other and i remember i think it was like maybe a year ago when she called and it was like 9 a.m. on a Friday, and I'm in the middle of a meeting, and I see her call, and I literally excuse myself from the meeting. And I go, hello? Wow. She goes, hey, what's up? And I go, there's only two reasons why you're calling right now. Either somebody we know has passed, tragically, or you're telling me you just got engaged. And she goes, <laughs> it's the latter. And I was like, oh, congratulations. I was obviously more excited. Yeah. Um, oh, congrats. Gotta go. Bye. Um, but it was it's exciting. It was f- funny growing up because she would say stuff like, oh, I don't believe in marriage. Um, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. and then she, she uh, I guess out of the two of us she got married first, which is which is great for her um she's got a lot of friends who are married already and I know that she's getting she's very excited for the wedding, so I'm coming back to to celebrate. um I know that some high school people are gonna be there which will be fun to catch up with. Uh, there's, a, there's a Sangeet on Friday night at 6 p.m., which is basically like a pre-wedding party. So I'll be there for a little bit. Um, and then head home, go to bed, wake up, and then there is the, I think the ceremonies at Villanova at like 11 a.m. Really? Yeah, Villanova Church or something. Okay. Um, and then from there I think we go somewhere at 3 or whatever I really need to pay attention to how this is all going down but <laughs> the question that I want to ask you right now is how many suits do I bring to this thing well how many events are there what, what do you got I guess there's two days worth of events so do I wear one suit one night and another suit another night that makes sense to me
0: right I I guess how formal do you... so what's what's the first night,
1: the sangit. Okay, it's like the pre-wedding party, so okay. it's definitely a lot more casual. Okay, but yeah. not like casual to the point that like you cannot show up in in something nice, you know. Yeah,
0: because I would probably do no suit that night. So um, what I did for for Mustafa's rehearsal dinner, I wore. I was um like I was pretty cat. Kh- I wore like a, a dress shirt but no tie or anything like that. Okay. And 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 not a suit. So I wore just khakis. But I don't know. uh I I'd leave it up in the air.
1: I'd leave it up to you cuz I know you like to suit up. Oh god, love suiting up, dude. <laughs> I look so good in a suit. Can't can't leave that at home. Um yeah, I'm going to probably pack the gray and the blue and I'll wear the gray the first night and I'll wear the blue to the wedding. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes more sense to me. I want to save my brown checkered suit for another wedding. Um, I don't think people are going to be able to handle that. <laughs> um, I ain't trying to start I ain't trying to start nothing. You know what I mean? Because um, I remember the last time I wore that brown suit to a wedding all the guys came over like dude, that is a killer suit. Uh, I, yeah. go, I, I go, it. you best believe it. You best Eesh. believe I look good in this suit right now. You talked about
0: it on the podcast that one time.
1: So good, so good. whose Whose wedding was that? That was uh, Ashley's. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was Ashley's. Um, I'm coming back home for Promete's. Uh and then I get a. Uh, I mean, if we if we fast forward, this is sort of like the uh, the this season on Game of Thrones preview. That's, uh. so currently it's like Labor Day weekend, right? So just keeping a mad chill. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then going to the wedding next weekend, and then the, what is that, the second weekend? So the third weekend is where I sort of take a break, uh, stay in the city, not do much. And then the fourth weekend, the 24th of September, my, my other super good friend, Kate, is getting married in Jersey. And so I will definitely be packing the brown suit, looking looking just too good looking too good for that um and then oh you know what i was thinking though instead of wearing a suit to the sangeet maybe i'll just wear that blazer that i have like that casual blazer with jeans or something like i'll just wear or 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 with khakis or chinos you know keep it like mad dressed down you know um and then wear the suit the next day maybe i'll do that instead it could be a good look. Yeah, why not, right? It's only a Sangeet. like it's not. Nah, you know it doesn't. Don't feel right. Don't feel right. I thought about it just now. I was like, <laughs> y- you gonna look like somebody that's in no man's land, you know? Like you That's like, uh, not professional, casual, but just like I don't know. If it's it's all for a wedding, right? Like you gotta you gotta treat the host with some respect, so. I take it all back. It's not like we're going out for the night and I'm just trying to wear this casual blazer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I take it all back. I thought it was a good idea, but I was like, you know what? If I don't feel right, I ain't going to act right. And if I don't act right, I'm not going to have a good time. So Well, there you go. Sold. That problem got solved.
0: I actually haven't decided which suit I'm going to wear for the wedding this coming weekend. Yeah. I think I'm just going to do like
1: my, uh, just
0: a, you know, black suit
1: hmm I was looking at suits for, for for weddings and I just haven't found a suit that I wanted to buy that looked good. I was looking at some like heavier like because like fall weddings are great because you can wear darker tones um, stuff with some texture on it and I was looking at like some green suits. I was looking at some even like some burgundy suits, not like Ron burgundy burgundy suits, but more of just like you know like uh, like purples and browns sort or of like working together in a, in a in a texture. But I wasn't able to find one that I liked that I was willing to spend money on, so I uh, I opted out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so I'll be I'll be going to my friend Kate's wedding. My 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 super close friend Kate on the 24th. And then that's on a Saturday, Sunday, and then on the on the following Thursday, I fly out to Sweden. That trip's coming up. That's, that's how a, close we
0: are. How long are you in Sweden for?
1: I'm in Sweden for 10 days. Oh wow. We'll have yeah. to we'll have to figure out what to do about the podcast then too then. I mean, we're going to have to be do we're going to have to do a lot of back to backs. Um just in terms of like so we're doing the back to back now, right? So so the next weekend's taken care of, right? And then we'll probably have to do another back to back, uh, the the third weekend, um, just because we'll get that Monday and then we'll get the following Monday after that wedding settled, and yeah. then, um, during the week we'll have to bop a few in, um, just to capture the two weeks that I'm not there. Or you do the one man variety hour. I mean, it's (laughs) Res's variety hours are legendary. um, So
0: my variety hours. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Okay. I didn't know I had a variety hour.
1: Maybe or maybe maybe we'll just re-upload old ones um, for people who haven't been around. Just be like, hey, we're totally out of town. But
0: that's an interesting thing because we have there are like thirty or so episodes I think that are not on Shout Engine so right we'll pull like of this american life we'll update we'll update an episode that we'd air like a year ago
1: yeah we'll see um i'm not sure i want to go down that route just yet uh it's i don't think there's really near. like too many like standout ones uh i mean we could do I, I know there's a few episodes that are standout um like the retelling of blanca lake could be fun the retelling yeah. of rio could be fun Ah, uh, you proposing could be fun. Like, there's a couple of like standout moments that we've captured that could make for a really fun experience. Yeah, you're right. You're right about uh, that. Me filling out my qubit profile could be fun. <laughs> um, so we're we're, we're not in a, we're not in too much of a pickle. Um, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I also just realized that like if I'm gonna be out for If I'm going to be out this weekend, then I was thinking like, all right, well, it's Sunday and normally I go to the grocery store to cook all of my week's meals, right? Uh, And that basically comes out to 10 meals. But this week is going to be crazy because tomorrow is Labor Day and I'm going to see Kanye uh, with this girl. So I don't want to like have her eat the food that I made for the week, right? Like That's kind of a weird thing to do. Um, and then maybe I'll just, maybe I'll limit the food this week to just breakfast. Um, yeah, yeah, because like, it's hard to buy, like, it's easy for me to buy in bulk and then cook 10 meals. I'm just trying to think of how hard it would be for me to only cook like a a severely reduced amount of meals. I will, I won't. So third, so like I said, Monday is Kanye West, right? Like tomorrow I'm seeing Kanye West. Life of Pablo tour at Madison Square Garden, which I'm super stoked about. Saw him during Yeezus. Was a revelatory experience. Kanye puts on a phenomenal show, just like Coldplay does and Mumford & Sons did. And so I'm super stoked to see him at MSG, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So no dinner. So that's one meal gone. And then Tuesday, I've got the first uh, of of two fantasy drafts that I got to do, starting at 630 30 and i think my friend who works at this pizza startup is going to be able to cater that thing for us for free. That's so, awesome. so there's free pizza there and then we might go out if we want to afterward. Wednesday's the same thing. Wednesday I've got a, another draft with just work people starts at 6:30, so i don't know if like i think we might want to order food for that as well and and all that stuff. Um it could be uh and then Thursday i, I come home you know, so I don't know if it'll make sense for me to make food for this week. Um, I might just, I might just like do takeout a few times or something.
0: It's um, been a while since you've done takeout,
1: has not it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I only do takeout on like weeks with trips, right? Where it's like, ah, uh, like I usually like my 10 meals comes out. I spend about $100 on groceries. Um and it's because I shop at whole foods and say what you will about their political leanings and what they do to local groceries and all that stuff but it's it's honestly the most convenient option for me it's got the best quality of things like i've i've come to a realization that i'm okay spending 100 dollars a week on groceries if it nets me like five lunches five dinners and then a week's worth of breakfast like six six or seven breakfasts so really, that's that's even more than that, I just realized. like, Because I buy 18 eggs, and I eat three eggs a day for breakfast, so that's six days. And then I have like this uh, ground turkey, mushrooms, and bell peppers, and onion stir-fry that I just reheat in the morning with. So I mix that shit in with my eggs. So that's six days worth of breakfast. Um, and normally, if I were to order breakfast, it's like a $12 breakfast thing that I order. It's, it's like a massive breakfast that I like to eat. Just because it has a ton of protein like i don't like being hungry after i eat right so i do maximize on protein which is what i do with my cooking same thing with my lunch and my dinner so if you think about it like i'm actually saving a ton of money by cooking
0: um, yeah absolutely on on, on a per meal yeah when you buy that hundred dollars at once it feels like a lot but if you really calculate all the meals that you would buy otherwise if you were doing takeout or whatever it would be that that hundred dollars is nothing
1: oh sure um, I'm just thinking, like, if I were to, like, hypothetically eat via takeout every day for all three meals, which is certainly doable, um, it would just be fiscally irresponsible, like, it's a $12 breakfast, lunch comes out to around 13 to $15, let's just say 15 so we're already at $27, and then dinner is what I like to order, like, this Greek salad with, uh, with pork, um, like you know, the euro pork um, and a pita that comes out to eighteen dollars. So we're talking forty five dollars a day, Reza? <laughs> like me versus a hundred bucks a week. Yeah. Like the cost savings are incomparable. So as I as I as I talk about that, maybe what I'll do is I I'll, I'll definitely buy like all the eggs and stuff for the week, um, which isn't the worst thing in the world because I'll, I'll need to eat that every day anyways. And then instead of buying like 18, I'll just buy 12. Um, So that's two less days. I'll still buy all that stuff. I'm sorry I'm doing the math in my head right now. Um, Yeah, I think I might just do that. Because I know that uh, the girl I'm seeing, uh, Kanye, with uh, she's coming over tonight to hang out. So we were talking about making a pizza. So I'll just buy like stuff for pizza and then... Are you going to buy the dough and, and oh, yeah. do that yourself oh, or are yeah. you going
0: to buy the bread, the crust?
1: I mean, I'll buy dough because um, they have pre-made pizza dough. Yeah, um, exactly. So we, we, we can mess with that. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious yeah. to see what you're doing, what the plan was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's always disappointing when I uh, I sort of have to not – um bring my food and all that but maybe there's something i can do about like maybe just buying a bunch of like deli meats and like some and doing like some sort of like workaround or something so instead of me having to cook all this food out like i can do something else but i don't know i might be over engineering it i might also be just over complicating it for for no reason Hmm. but this is the world i live in reza this is a this is meal prep which also turns into budget prep And nutrient prep and like workout prep. Um, The thing about just like my standard week, if I don't go anywhere for travel or forever or or for whatever, I have a very regimented lifestyle that I like. Um, You fall into the groove. You know what to expect, when to expect, and by by checking these things off on a list, it's very emotionally and psychologically comforting for me to do it all starts with like monday wednesday friday mornings i go for my four mile runs and i'd like to be like i like to be out of the house and walking across the street towards the water which you know you've, you've done with me before yep. at around 6 30 6 45 and then get a 30 to 45 minute mile run in and then shower prepare breakfast and then be at the office by like 8 39 those mornings i'm always feeling so positive just because i've already worked out i've got like my blood's been flowing i've exerted my heart rate's gone up it's all good um and then you i eat the lunch that i bring i eat the dinner that i bring i've also started to bring my break, my lunch and my dinner to the office on um, nights that I don't have plans with friends. Just because I figured, you know, if I eat dinner at 6.30, it's a lot healthier than coming home and eating it at 8.30. Gives my body much more of a chance to digest it, work its way through it, and I'm not going to bed with a full belly full of food. Sounds Even like though that now. F- <laughs> yeah? Tell yeah, me about she, that.
0: Well, she just... She, she just preaches that she loves, she's a big fan of, of, uh, eating dinner by like six or seven o'clock at the latest. Mm-hmm. Well, eight o'clock is her latest, but, uh, six, it's like around six o'clock she likes to have dinner. And, uh, when I, when, cause I tend to not even leave work until like six thirty seven o'clock most days. Yeah. And so she's like, you should just take, you might as well just take your dinner with you or something. And I never, really, I never do it, mm-hmm. you know? i don't know no I, I, hear also you. Don't, I, mean, I also don't go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night too so right so that's to that's to like the key key hours hours after
1: exactly um i'm trying to cut down a lot on snacking so i'm drinking a ton more water i'm trying to get in like 1.5 liters of water a day i'm just finding out that a lot of times when you're hungry, if you drink some water, you'll find out that the hunger subsides. It's like, oh, it's because you were just dehydrated. Yeah. And so you're eating, which is not the right thing that your body wants. Your body will take it from a from a response standpoint. And then you're like, oh, now I'm finding myself overeating. And that's, that's never a good situation. Because it's a slippery slope for me. You know, like one bag of chips turns into five bags of chips turns into just 20 pounds overweight again. Right. So definitely on track of that. Because I run on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I can feel that hunger in my body, just being like, "Oh, you need you need to replenish." Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I go to the gym and I lift. Um, Saturdays are usually yoga, and then Sundays I'll lift again. So so rest days are are there, but it, it's it's more of just you know because I sit in the office all day that that's where I really count it as rest. Now I still play now you'll 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 laugh, but I even at the office I play around one to two hours of ping pong every day. Every day. And every day. An hour or two of ping pong and, every day. And an hour or two of ping pong work. every day. Yeah. Most of it takes place after like five thirty. Oh. Um so that's why most of the times I come home late because there's such a big group of talented players. And it's always like we we go to war uh, over at the ping pong table where like it's it's some really high quality play, so I I will leave the office with just a massive massive amount of sweat on me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So it's good in that sense because I'm still getting like light cardio in, um, just to keep the body sort of like limber in a sense, and I'm not fully sitting from nine to six or nine to seven. Um, there's an, there's two hours at lunch, 12 to two that you can play ping pong as well. So I'll definitely try and get a few matches in then. And yeah, you know, I'll definitely feel like my, my body getting a little bit warm or a little bit of sweat. And that's always good just to always keep the body like moving and exerting. Um, but all of that comes at a cost, right? And that's just the amount of food I need to eat, but I'm trying to really maintain what I eat. And that's where like the high lean protein, high vegetable, like stews that I make come into play. Um, just knowing that yeah, you're hungry and you're gonna eat this, and it's gonna be clean going into the body, which is uh, the the major key thing for me. Right. Yeah. Um. But then yeah, Tuesday, Thursdays I lift. I'm just trying to see definition in my uh, in my arms and my back. Um. But it's obviously a slow process. And I just gotta keep working at it. Um. Just finding out more and more, and then like. If there's a world where Sandy has six-pack abs, it's going to start in the kitchen. And so I'm really trying to cut down on unnecessary sugars, trying to be really good as often as I can about what I eat if I know that that's the goal. And sometimes it's really tough um, just knowing that, like, oh, this thing is breaded. Try to avoid that. Try to avoid a lot of red meats. Try to avoid a lot of dairy if if possible. Um, It's not the... Sometimes it's not the most enjoying lifestyle, but just knowing that like, you know, how far I've come in two years time. Like if you look at some of the older Facebook photos of me, I look like a totally different person. Like my face is all puffy. It's so like, and I'm so round that is, it's just not a good look. Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be 25 and, and looking, looking like that. You know what I mean? Um, like your twenties and, and your thirties are when you should be somewhat in shape, um, Cause then you're, it all you're, goes downhill well it doesn't all go downhill from there but you should well, uphill you should try
0: no but and in you into your 40s and 50s
1: well yeah i mean i can understand like people's metabolisms come down like my metabolism growing up was so bad because i was so sedentary so my body never needed to to burn calories at such a such a high pace you know just to keep the keep the system moving and now That's now I'm not realizing- fair. A lot of it's genetic too. Some some people are just born with oh, well, don't throw metabolism. that science saying, bumbo man. jumbo at I'm just me. saying. Um, like, no, you're absolutely right. Because
0: right. even as a secular. Because um, so in my family, Mustafa and I, we we have always been bigger. We've always had like a, a, just a bigger body type, and Majub and Mohammed have always been just super skinny to the point that it's really difficult for them to put on any weight. Isn't that just the
1: most annoying and thing?
0: and we could like literally do the same stuff every single day. We can eat the same foods. We can spend the same amount of time outside doing sports and activities and they would always be skinnier. And uh yeah, so so some people have to work a bit harder for it. Um but that's not but but that's not to say that everyone has it easy either, you know. Everyone's capable of putting on a lot of weight if they eat poorly enough.
1: Oh, sure. Oh, 100%. So I'm just trying to retroactively enact some of this, enact some of this change, uh, knowing that I wasn't as disciplined as I should have been early on in you know in high school, in college, in my career. So I'm definitely trying to to work back at it and get get in decent shape. Uh, People have noticed. It's funny. People have noticed that my calves are getting a lot more toned and defined. They can see the cuts in the uh, the calf muscle. I've always had giant calves. Um, and what's just great is that my ankles are still super skinny. Um, it's just like a massive calf muscle that protrudes at that part of my leg. Um, it used to be, it used to contain a lot more fat in it too, but now as I've, you know, as I've run a lot and I've like yesterday with a 10 mile hike, um, or rather a week ago with that 10 mile hike, depending on when you're listening to this, um, <laughs> 10 miles, four hours of just like intense bouldering and like st- doing just massive ascents and descents that like my legs today are super sore. Which is a good thing. It's a good feel. Like pushing through for honestly, Rezo, the the you know that lactic acid feeling in your in your muscles? Yeah. Um it, it kicked in at around the twenty minute mark, uh, at the beginning of the hike. And it it was just there's always a dull ache in my legs for the rest of it, even when you're like sort of like really pushing and powering up some of these like these uh these ascents and it just felt really good to like really push your body at a at a high intensity for an extended period of time. It felt good. It felt good. It's like it's like the most fun you can have on a leg day. Never never skip a leg day, Reza.
0: Everyone hates leg day. I love leg day. Like I so there's there's. Yeah. It, what do you do the, on
1: leg day that, that that you that makes you love leg day so much for the
0: listeners? I I like leg day because of the because you know you put in a good workout at the end. I don't necessarily like leg day doing it, but it's after the fact that it just feels good. It's the same with like shoulder day. Like I just feel it more. I just feel the I feel that the pain, and after and after after the fact, like after you finish up, you just feel accomplished. Oh, you I definitely. Don't, I, feel I tend it, to not feel that as much after. You definitely feel shoulder day. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel that as much on on like buys and tries day, or even back day. Um, no matter how hard you work them, it just you just feel dead, and, and it feels good.
1: Hundred percent, I hundred percent agree with that. I like leg day. I've uh, there's this one machine that's like the calf extension machine or whatever it is um, that I like to do, and because you can sort of like see how much weight you're you're pushing up against. And I've definitely seen like really, really tangible results uh, in the amount of time that I started doing it. Just in terms of how much I'm pushing up against it, um, and it's gone up pretty significantly in a in a controlled way. I'm not just like flying up the knobs, you know. I'm not trying to kill myself on this machine. But I also do like uh, farmer carries across the gym with uh, the heavy uh, either dumbbells that they have or uh, kettlebells um where I just do like these massive lunges forward and then I take a step together like where my feet are together and then do like I alternate legs that are lunging forward um and that 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 helps a lot um because it's yeah, like a Yeah, lunges are rough. Yeah, lunges can be uh there there's a certain sweet pain that comes from a good lunge. Let's put it that way. Um and you're never like uh I'm never sort of I guess "okay" is the wrong word, but I definitely feel the intensity of each lunch. So, so that's why I like them. You're right. I don't, I, I don't dislike leg day because my legs are really like I like to think that I've got some decent power in my legs. But you definitely feel the most accomplished after leg day, especially when you're like hobbling out of the gym. You know, like uh oh, I I'm trying to learn how to walk again. Um, those are sort of the most tangible results that I will link to a, a good leg day workout.
0: I'll tell you this, at least you do not have to drive home after leg day when you feel that in your legs, especially when you feel in your calves when it when it hurts to step on the accelerator. Ooh, <laughs> that's when you know you had a good leg day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just wobble out of the uh, the gym into the elevator in my building and it looks like I just like shit my pants um, cuz I'm doing the the weird wobble, but otherwise it's it's uh, it's great. Just trying to get stronger is all. Well. Um, yeah. You know how it is. Gym tan laundry Reza. Gym tan just, laundry. Just, just, just GTL. Just GTL. Just GTL. Um, yeah. Which is kind of the like my lifestyle, which is kind of a funny thing. Uh, on weekends where I haven't destroyed my body, I like to wake up really early. You know how I really like to wake up. Um, kind of like a 30. Wake up on weekends and then hit the gym early while my while I'm doing laundry. It's uh it's kind of funny, but it's also nice to just know that by like eight nine o'clock, um, like the, the some of the biggest chores you have to do for the weekend are already done and out of the way, and you weren't being bothered by anybody. So it was just able to get done really efficiently. I always like that yeah. because then it just seemed like oh well the entire like the entire day is available to do whatever we want. And you're not sort of thinking in your mind like, oh, when I get home, I still got to do this. I still got to do that. It's There's much more time for you to enjoy things. Yeah. So that is the routine aspect of the week that I have. Everything's super regimented. I'm always sort of, I'm staying really active. Um, but let me tell you, man, sometimes, sometimes when I smell French fries, I lose my mind. Um... <sighs> That's about as simple of a statement as I can really make it. If I sometimes when I saw French fries, I lose my mind. Um, oh, uh, I saw the movie recently, um, Hell or High Water, with Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges, All right. Ben Forster, or Ben Foster, and uh, it was a phenomenal movie. It takes place in like the middle of West Texas, and it's a it's a western. It's a modern western movie meets a uh, bank heist movie uh so i would definitely recommend it it's sitting at a pretty 99 percent on rotten right now oh uh, yeah um so yeah definitely give it a give it a shout if you can um the reason why i bring it up is my friend and i we started this impromptu movie club where me and her will go and see movies and go to the smith and eat literally the new usual that we have when we go to the smith together we always order the shishito peppers the salmon tartare the grilled octopus and this kale and quinoa salad and we always get it we always like we always love it and we always just have these really fun conversations about movies and what like our dating lives and whatnot and um, why did i bring this up oh when we were the walking movie. out right when we were walking out of dinner and like sort of like i was walking her home and whatever there's all of these, like, super young kids on the street. And I was like, what is going on where it's a Tuesday and all these, like, all these, like, kids are shenanigans outside. You know what the issue was? You know you, you know what the, the culprit of that situation was? It was what? Welcome Week NYU Class of 2020.
0: Ah, uh, there we go. Reza,
1: right, so that, that's a moment right there that I experienced. Uh, these kids are so loud and excited, and I'm just a curmudgeon old man. Like, why are you guys being so loud? It's a Tuesday. <laughs> Did you really think that you coming to NYU, you were going to get into these clubs on the West, like in the West Village, because, and you don't have an ID, and you're all dressed up in your fake ass clothes right now, thinking you look good? That was just me being an old man ranty. Um, But it was just crazy because these kids are just like, they have, there's just so much potential in their eyes, Reza. It's great.
0: No, I feel you. Actually, I forgot to mention that too, because the semester started here at the University of Delaware as well. And it's crazy how young everyone looks now. Like I always felt like this when we were in in maybe high middle school. No, 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 I guess high school. Looking at the the incoming freshmen every year, just seemed like they were they were smaller than the year before. Like they were just younger than the group that came in the year before. Obviously, a hundred percent. But I just mean like it seems like they're getting shorter and shorter, and and it feels the same now. And I saw that, when I see these. These freshmen. So normally, I don't spend too much time on campus, but because I'm doing that radio show now, I yep. actually have to go down to campus at least once every once a month, basically. Um, but I but I have to go down for meetings every now and again. So um, this past, well, I guess two weeks ago on the Tuesday now, for, for the people that listening that are listening to this, I had to head down to campus and I see these like super young people, and like I I couldn't even try to fit in if I wanted to. Like I just don't I don't look the same as I did back then. Yeah, and you it's just are, you're its a creepy it's, old man. It's <laughs> I'm not a. Let's not go that far, but <laughs> I look like I look like a grad student, maybe, maybe a young professor. But it's just crazy to think that it's been nine years since we were incoming freshmen. That's, How nuts that, is that? That blows my mind.
1: Like, didn't you see the? Uh, didn't you see that Facebook invite that come across that was planning our ten year high school yeah. reunion?
0: Yeah, because I'm a part of that.
1: Oh, you're a part of that? I keep yeah, forgetting I was, that you're
0: a part I of that. Yeah, part of it. Yeah. Yo, I, hurry I was on.
1: reading though, dude. I got a question for y'all. I was reading about this thing about like it happening at a bar.
0: We haven't decided on where it's going to be. We're looking for recommendations, so some from for some suggestions, but part of the part of the thing would be dependent on what people are willing to put up in order for us to reserve space. Okay. So, like we could do, we could make like an, an event out of it. We could do, I, I don't know, like if it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a dance, right? Like I, I just don't, I, I guess I, I don't fully know what people would be interested in doing. So one thing that was mentioned the last time we were planning reunions was the potential for future reunions. And one of the ideas was renting like a a, a charter van, like chartering a van or a bus or something and taking a group trip up to like Atlantic City. And no. I honestly don't think – I think at the time that would have been something people were, would be willing to do if they had the money to afford it, which they probably didn't because most of us were just graduating college or had just graduated college the year before. And I don't think that's something that people are going to be interested in doing now. But I just don't really know what people would be interested in doing that would gather a large enough – that would get gather a large enough group. Because sure. the, the more extravagant – like if people wanted to do like golfing, you know – like make a day trip, just go golfing or something like that. Go to like a country club. You would get some people that would be interested, but you'd also have a lot of people that wouldn't be really interested in putting up the money to go golfing. Like I probably wouldn't want to do that because I've never golfed a day. Well, I've, I've golfed a single day in my life when I was in eighth grade. Right. Um, but if you go to a bar, it's simple. It's easy enough. You get a lot of people to show up and – but, but it's not really my scene, and I don't think it's a lot of other people's scenes nowadays either. You know, So I think you probably get some drop-off there. So I think it's going to be hard to find the well, proper also, adventure I think people.
1: I think the drop-off will occur because the bars that were being suggested are just the same towny bars that people always yeah. go to. And it's like – so you're telling me that people are going to co- potentially come from out of town – just to go to the same bar that you're comfortable going, not you personally, but like the same bars, the same people who are in town that are going to, like it Which it is definitely takes away from some that. of yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that you, I think at that point, then you don't get people to come. Even if you live like an hour or two away from the city, I don't think you bother coming back. So I think at that point, you really only gather the people that are close enough or that are just happen to be home that weekend. I don't, or, or maybe people that are willing to just plan a trip back home for that same weekend, coincidentally. But, um i i think that i i just don't fully know what event you do like i i have to look into this but i don't really have a great idea as to what the venue would be where you would get gather say 50 to 100 people um of old like you know old high school friends on some random weekend like what what do you do do you just i don't i don't like the idea of of a bar as much as you um it's the easy idea, I guess, and it's well, the cheapest idea for most people.
1: It definitely is the cheapest idea um just because it's like a known quantity uh I just didn't I definitely did not like where we were uh for the last time the last time. It was so fun to see people, but I just feel like you know for for a class as diverse as we were, we're still relatively close. Whenever somebody's getting engaged or married on Facebook like you can tell, you can see all of the high school people coming out of lo- yeah. the woodwork right um like, sort of congratulate
0: on it and whatnot yeah yeah
1: it's always nice it's nice to sort of see like you know we graduated with what 300 people in our class it's not a big class compared to other schools around the country that had like 500 a thousand people it was definitely a, we had a small community so yeah it's I uh, feel like- it was
0: good. I feel like one decent idea might be like a restaurant. So you gather a lot of people's like you know significant others. If you have a large enough room, a large enough venue, you just you just have you know large tables of like ten people per table, and then just have a nice dinner.
1: Like a banquet hall.
0: Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Nothing crazy. Nothing um, crazy. Some hot super food stations. Social yeah
1: exactly and then you just let people sit wherever they want to sit um you're basically mingling exactly you're mingling anyways i mean we're also like in our mid-20s right so like people are starting families like we've seen recently a lot of people are having babies and getting married and i just think the days of raging like we did uh for the five years are are behind (laughs) a lot of people
0: yeah yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not behind uh, some people. But yeah, I, oh, agree. Sure. I mean, yeah, like you said, people, some people are having, you know, they're, they're, a lot of people are getting married. Um, some people are having kids. So it's. uh. Yeah, no, I, it's,
1: I th- it's not easy to plan something like this. I, I definitely give you guys credit for doing it. I just uh, I just caution, I guess, uh not caution you but just in general like the planning for something that like a small minority of people really want and then using it as like just like almost like oh we really want to do this and by the way here's an open invite to everyone else who may or may not be in town
0: yeah yeah i can't recall some of the specific like uh, so so um Ariana, she she sent some of the recommendations that people had, and I think there were a couple of decent ones in there. But to be honest, I can't recall exactly what people had. Um, I think some people had some ideas of yeah. So so someone someone thought about doing like doing it during homecoming weekends, So go to like the homecoming football game, Ugh. and then and then. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so here's some of the ones. So like activity based events are always more engaging compared to simple like dinner slash music night. So like a winery uh, or other multi-purpose venues uh, may have, may offer a variety of different things to do beyond uh, mingling aimlessly, which sounds interesting. Uh, Hotel convention, rent hall. People can get rooms. Uh, Whoa. That's the homecoming thing. Drinks, dancing, good time. Lots of parking. Please don't make people have to find parking uh, for street parking, like in Philly, for this event. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Parking is massive because, yeah, street parking would just be such a downer.
0: Yeah. Uh, someone says no bars. Things get a little carried away too soon. Doesn't promote a good atmosphere for catching up like other venues would. So, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely looking to get recommendations to people. Absolutely open-minded to, to all, all ideas that people have. I agree with you. I would, I, i like the idea of like a dinner, um, like a, you know, a dinner and mingling. Obviously that one person said, said, you know, the avoid like mindlessly mingling. So if there was an event, um, that kind of like a, an event centered around the whole thing, whether it be like a wine or a tasting or something else, I don't know. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not great with these. Uh, with these plannings. With these ideas. So I'm definitely going to be doing a lot of googling relating to it. Do you know when it's supposed to go down this year? Right. No. It. Yeah. It, it's this year. We don't have. Um. Well, it's the. Uh, what. What. What year is it? Twenty. It's 2016 right now. So. So 2017. Oh right right. Uh, it'll okay. be next year. Yeah. Um. But. It's, it's up in the air. I mean, it, it could be anything. Um, I don't know if we'll do it Thanksgiving again this year. Thanks, We did it Thanksgiving because last time because that tended to be the time where most people were back home. But, you know, like we were saying, a lot of people are getting older. They're having families. They're starting families. And not everyone's coming home for Thanksgiving. So um, it could be a different time that could... So, so to allow people to have their family time during Thanksgiving and just do it another time to so people can plan specifically for this so uh, yeah great point yeah up and it's up in the air right now I, I like the idea of doing it like around the winter time I don't know something about the winter time just feels nice to to get people together like that oh yeah but who knows I
1: um, well we'll open up to all the listeners if you guys have had fun reunions. Um, feel free to leave a comment I don't know how you would leave yes. a comment um, you can
0: leave a comment on chat engine um, you can also leave a comment I think on on iTunes or you can just you can email us uh, stone cold silver podcast at gmail.com or uh, I, I think a lot of the our, a lot of our regular listeners actually know us so you can just text us or write on yeah. our Facebook walls or whatever
1: um, which is just fun things that you've done in the past it'll be uh, it'll be great just to hear. Uh, some some options that might not have been submitted already. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so real quick before we sign off, because I know we're getting a bit long, I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on uh, Battlefield 1, the uh, the beta at least?
1: It's been fun. Um, I took a sabbatical from gaming when you were out <laughs> You of... took a week off. You took a week off. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy's been calling. Sandy's been like acting
0: like he's been he's been off of games for like years. It was uh, week. I don't even know if it was a full week. Like it wasn't a full off. week. It was like a fi- it was like five days talking about. Yeah, right. He's been off gaming for a long ass time. Yeah. I uh
1: I gave up gaming for Lent. Uh, it was a short Lent this year, five days. Um, but uh, it it's been fun. It's 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 new. I think the uh, you can definitely f- feel the newness of it. Which is sort of giving it a nice boost in popularity, in my mind. Um, what's also great is it's just a new, uh, it's a new setting. It's World War One, so uh, like the weapons feel a little bit older, not as powerful. Uh, I mean, certain weapons certainly are powerful, but it's not like you're shooting like lasers from satellites every three seconds, um, which is sort of nice in my mind. Um, what else do I want to say? It's been fun, it's just uh, messing around in these like giant, like what feels like giant battles, and you and I running around as little guys, and all of a sudden we turn the corners a tank, like staring right at us. Like those, those oh shit moments are always fun to experience. Um, I think I'm gonna get the game. Uh, like because once this beta, it's like an open beta, right? So for the next few days, it's still available. But once the beta's done, like, I don't really have anything I'm, like, eagerly running back to play. And so I'll probably go back onto my, uh... Your sabbatical. M- my sabbatical, yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a lot of, like, old sing- like single-player single games to finish. I did get Deus Ex recently. And, uh, I still have Fallout 4 and Metal Gear Solid, literally a year old now, um that I haven't beaten. So I want to get back to those. Oh, and dark souls three, but I agree with you. Battlefield is an interesting game because unlike call of duty, where the games are typically six versus six battlefield, like the, the conquest game mode it's 32 versus 32. You cannot turn, you cannot single handedly turn the tides of battle. Like it's impossible. And, so you really can't play to win, which is a really, really difficult thing for me to do because you know me—I'm always about, I'm always trying to win the games, and I—I I don't think many people share that mentality in Battlefield, which is fine. It's—it's it, totally fine. I just have to get with the times in that game.
1: I think it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's definitely more of just like winning the, uh, the the firefights that you're in like the little like instead of just saying like oh like you're going to single-handedly turn the tide of this war it's like you have to win the engagements that you find yourself in and then slowly but surely um you will feel that momentum pushing your way
0: yeah yeah i think so
1: um so so yeah It's, uh, in that, in that sense, I think you can, it's just like, because like you said, one man can't change the face of this conflict. So you just have to, uh, in my mind, just tone down the, uh, the levels at which you're expecting to make a change and just hope that similar to, I guess, in other things, just like, well, if, if they do their job on that flank, which they won't, you know, they won't they never do, but In a world where they do, then you can sort of push the next flag and the next objective. But you, most of the times, right? I mean, every so often you you get a good team that's like playing the objective hard and and doing what they want to do to win. But there's so many times where it's just like, all right, we're just gonna do ring around the rosy. You take a flag, then we'll take B flag, and then you take B flag, and then we'll go back and take up a flag. Like it's just uh, it can be a lot, but it's still fun. It's just a different it's a different energy and. I think... I know I can speak for myself when I say that I really appreciate the change in energy uh, with, with these types of games just because you and I have played so much Call of Duty that we know that game like the back of our hand and this one because it's a little new that it's still going to take a while for us to get super used to it and I and I like the, the that, that feeling of still figuring out like, oh, hey, did you try this? Like... This new strategy that we that we that we read about, like let's see let's see how that might work. Um, I like those early exploratory moments in games.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think one of the big things to get used to is the vehicles, the dominance of vehicles in this game.
1: Yeah, I also think though because we don't have good anti-vehicle classes, and they really limited what's available to play. Because I heard um, in the closed alpha. That like these YouTubers were playing that there are really powerful anti, anti vehicle oh, weapons. It just takes a while for you to, to unlock them, and I mean the the class system in in Battlefield is kind of interesting in the sense that it forces you to play certain classes that limit weapons. But I just don't yeah. feel like that's the best way to do it. I think you should be able to play with whatever class you want to play as. But it's like the special moves or uh powers or abilities however you want to call it are limited to class so like you should be able to play as an assault guy sniping if you wanted to or a medic with a machine gun it's just i i've never been fully uh sold on that play mechanic of saying like oh if you're a medic you only get these guns i've never been sold on it but it's not like a game-breaking thing
0: yeah no i do agree with you there because i feel like if i could have it my way i'd probably be using the assault classes weapons mostly and then use like a med pack you know yeah and and then and then have like an anti-tank launcher or whatever it would be because i tend to not revive people super often when i'm a medic like i try but a lot of times it's just not they're not in a decent position to be revived and um but yeah, I feel like, I feel it like that way significantly with the anti tank weapons because those those run those run like if, if you have a lot of vehicles and the other team doesn't or I don't I don't really I I haven't fully figured out how this works because I was playing I was playing Rush and so Rush is a twelve V twelve game mode and the attacking team it, it's similar to Battlefront when we were playing that beta. It's it just felt like the attacking team was so had a massive advantage over the defense team. Like the defense team was just getting slayed left and right and were struggling to keep up with it with the with the battle. And they were unable to um fully defend themselves and protect the objectives. So in Russia in this game, I was playing with uh with Spencer and I'm sitting there like trying to take out what both of us were sitting there taking out tanks and we're trying to take out tanks. So we would, it might take like three or four lives, but eventually we would take out one tank or maybe two. And then the next thing you know we have like another four tanks just pulling up again and I'm like wh- first of all, why do they have so many of white? Like, why do they keep getting tanks? But secondly, where are our tanks? like I don't I don't get it.
1: People are using it, our tanks as taxis, driving them to flags, getting out and leaving them.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I'm pretty sure that's what was going on because I think the other team had just too many. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what people were doing, just using a tank as a taxi, rolling up to a certain point and then bouncing. Um, so yeah, one, once once people figure out how to deal with vehicles, I think it'd be a lot more bearable. And I think that the limited weapon option and and, and um, equipment options in the beta just make it difficult. Like, like you can't customize your weapons, for example, in the beta, which like there are a lot of weapons that I think are super viable and pretty good options. But like I can't get the proper scope for it and I'm like I don't want to use it anymore then you know sure
1: but yeah overall I'm having a lot of fun. you having fun?
0: Oh yeah, of course of course too many like laugh out loud moments a lot of a lot of clips made like like uh when you drive the cars I had a lot of fun with those just making fun of you.
1: <laughs> yeah um I'd say that I'm the best driver you know. But uh, you would disagree. I don't know about that.
0: I mean, look look at the way that I handle things when we were in the tank together, right? Just like, so we're clear, we were though, Reza. Together,
1: I was so driving. Just so we're clear, what, what, you're driving what, a tank what? that's going three miles an hour, okay, with heavy armor. <laughs> so think of all the times you got shot up yesterday, and then think of the times that when when I drive my car super fast, no armor, right? Like we were driving the C flag, which is in the middle of this desert town. And then we started to get lit up. So I am booking it through this town, taking these right angle turns like a champ, getting us out of there.
0: Right, right. And I got sniped out the back.
1: Well, that's just your problem for staying, staying in the in, in, the, the, in the neutral zone. <laughs> you know, you, you you weren't you weren't bobbing left and right. You know, you weren't ducking. You didn't wear a helmet. These these are all personal things. I I
0: guess so. So <laughs> so. No, but yeah, you're right. No, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's it's, it's a, lot a lot of fun when you play in a gr- it's a lot of fun when you play with a group of people and you just you, you can't take the game super, super seriously as no. like realistic as it may be in terms of like the weapons and and the equipment that exist. It's still super arcadey because Oh, sure. um yeah. It's you're a video not game. You can see like professionals and stuff.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day it's still a video game. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's sign off here so we can get back to it sure yeah all right well i'm reza i'm sandy thanks so much for listening we'll see you next week